Yo, 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 what's good? Yo, it's Chan Man, House of Barf. What's popping today is May 20th, 2023. It's approximately 6.21 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, just woke up. Um, and uh, I was thinking to myself, oh, uh, time, time to relax. Uh, time to take a break. It's Saturday. And then I said to myself, you ain't got no job, Chan. You, you 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 don't you don't get that opportunity anymore. Saturday comes around, you get you know. So hop on that mic, make some more damn content. I'm like shit, damn. So I don't get the rest. It's Saturday. It's like no, Chan, no. You you don't believe in the you know the Saturday Sabbath. Uh, uh, you 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 ain't got no job. Get your ass up, and, and no, I'm not in a quiet environment, but shit, they may just have to hear you talking. They just might have to hear you talking. It'll be okay. They'll get over it. Just just go ahead, get up, get this content started. Take the rest of the day, uh, either create some more content or, you know, start cleaning up, you know, your room and... um. Spend some time with family. Do what you normally do on a Saturday. But in the meanwhile, you ain't got no job, homie. So I was like, all right, let me just go ahead and pull this mic up real quick. Uh, it's Saturday. I mean, you know, markets are closed and everything. But we can still take a look at some shit. Uh, see what's going on out there in the world. Um, so, yeah. Going to go ahead and create this content. Um, let me go ahead and just take a quick break. This is Chairman House of Barf. Yo, 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 what's good? Yo, this is Man House of Barf. Thank you to anybody and everybody that decided that they wanted to take time out of their wonderful day to come kick it with your man, Man at the house. Uh, appreciate it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just keep getting this content out there. I'll let y'all know I've never um, in my um, in the history of Man's existence, I've never actually had like a smooth path. I've had a wonderful life. So that's another reason why I just want to hurry up and get this content out there. Because I'm pretty sure there's something out there that I'm doing wrong. Whether it's naming names, playing music, um, listening to CNBC, uh, whatever it is. It's something I'm doing wrong. Uh, and uh, if that's another reason why I'm, I look at the spins and I'm like, oh crap, they're going up a little bit. Uh, last night, uh, I looked at the spins and uh, I think... In the last two days, I've had two list, two spins, so that's one uh, each day, which is absolutely okay. Um, that's another like I wanted to grow, but then I'm also like, let me chill, because um, you know I, you know I'm not ready for the cease and desist and the lawsuits and you know just like we were talking about family yesterday. Oh yeah, do your thing, do your thing. Black man doing his thing. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Is he making money? Wait, how much, how much money is he making? Wait a minute. We need to get in there. Uh, call the lawyers. Um, so, you know, like, but at the same time, I do got my own macro, I mean, micro issues. Um, I do got, you know, uh, bills and family and shit. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, I just, I'm just going to get this content out there. It's only a matter of time before somebody tries to shut it down or, 
uh, however it worked, however the system works. Uh, but in that situation, um, I'm, I'm just going to keep going, uh, just keep going, trying to get more like, just think about all this business, accounting, regulation and finance, like there's individuals out there, uh, who really, really know, I would say there's, there's tears to this shit, you know what I'm saying? There's levels to this shit. So, you know, tier one, you know, you just got your basic individual, uh, a, a child, um, a young adult, you know, go get a paycheck, pay bills, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I would say tier two, somebody who does maybe a little bit of investing. Tier three, they do investing, business, real estate. Tier four, they actually are somebody who can influence shit. Tier five, just the motherfuckers who run the shit. And I just made that up. I'm not saying that's true. Um, but eventually at some point I'm going to be knocking on the surface of some shit. I probably shouldn't be knocking on. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever heard, uh, but you know, to, to that extent, what I'm talking about, um, what's these people, uh, it's like build a bears. Um, let me see, Bilderbergs, Bilderbergs, I don't know what their names are, uh, and, and that's the way they like it, um, let me see if I can, what is the Bilderberg group, and what do they control, um, so this is some random individual, um, growing up on a farm lost to the bank, what's this, who is this? Now this originals, uh, well, I mean, this person has about 2.25 million subscribers. So as I say, they're random, not that, not that random. Uh, but let's go ahead and uh, see what they're talking about. Figures, financial leaders and other very important people hold a secret gathering known as the Bilderberg meeting or group. What they actually discuss, nobody knows, which has given rise to endless conspiracy theories about the real nature of the conference and its attendees. Journalists who've tried to find out have even been deceived. So, what exactly is the Bilderberg Group, and what do we know about it? Well, originally, the group was formed in 1954 in the Netherlands for the express purpose of promoting Atlanticism. This is basically a cooperative movement between the United States and Europe to promote financial prosperity, as well as to pool defense and international influence. Totally unsurprisingly, this meeting came into existence just as the Cold War ramped into second gear, and countries around the world chose their side of the Russia-US conflict. One of the founders of the Bilderberg Group was Joseph Redinger, who was the first Secretary General for the European Movement, which led directly to the modern-day European Union. So, effectively, the original intention of the Bilderberg Group was to join all the westernized countries in Europe with the hyper-Western United States. Not only did this union work, it followed the stability of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, or NATO. The defense network against the Soviet Union provided a solid backing for Western leaders to work together. Today, although almost no details of what is specifically discussed behind closed doors are ever openly shared, a list of broad topics are provided to the public. The June 2016 meeting in Germany included points about cybersecurity, energy and commodity prices, Russia and China, and the term precariat, which describes workers in jobs with no future security or long-term goals. These issues are likely going to be the most relevant for the global economy and security in the near future. We also know who attends these conferences. It's invite only, and varies from about 120 to 150 attendees. 
This year's guest list was publicly revealed to include powerful figures such as former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger, former CIA head David Petraeus, Senator Lindsey Graham, billionaire Peter Thiel, and a large number of CEOs from companies as diverse as LinkedIn to Royal Dutch Shell. What few things members of the conference are allowed to publicly discuss are bound to what is called the Chatham House Rule. No information shared from the meeting can be attributed to the person who said it or their affiliation, allowing controversial opinions to come through without fear of public repercussion. Of course, such secrecy is prone to conspiracy theories from both sides of the political spectrum. Some conservatives suggest that the group intends to take over the world, imposing a single government and a sort of socialist economy, while those on the liberal side fear a stripped down of regulation and unbridled free market capitalism. The distinction shows that nobody actually knows what the meeting is about besides those who attend. One thing is clear, however. Such a large grouping of the most powerful people in the world is not a simple sit and chat. And it's likely that world events are influenced by the results of the Bilderberg. All right, all right. So um, those are one of those uh, YouTube specials or uh, specials you watch on Netflix where you watch the whole thing and you're like, you're, you're right where you started. You're like... What the fuck? What the fuck was that? Um, like uh, I don't know if you ever seen Ancient Aliens or um, I like I like this this new one with uh William Shatner. Um, is it called Unbelievable or something? Uh, oh my gosh! Every episode at the end, he's like, and that's oh unexplained, <laughs> and that is unexplained <laughs> that's exactly what the show is um so yeah yeah um there's tears to this shit and uh um you know uh you know i plan on um you know trying to tap into it and see not only what are the rich doing not only what the wealthy are doing but also what the world leaders are doing i mean to an extent i'm sure they're i'm sure they're beyond wealthy but um to an extent they don't need a bunch of money they have money and the power but you know they got the power that's like it's like i don't know credit score and muck cash so what the fuck is a credit score i got a bunch of i'm gonna be rich tomorrow you know what i'm saying like what the fuck do i need a credit score for or what i need a bunch of cash for um, I got great credit score and I plan on bringing some income in, in the future, essentially kind of the life I'm living right now. Um, <laughs> my credit score is dropping, but, uh, credit score is straight. Um, uh, I know one day somehow I'm going to be bringing in some cash. I don't know how, uh, but I know one day I will. Um, like, so, um, you know, right now I'm like, okay, I can live off credit for a little while, not too much because the shit is starting to get crazy. And then um, when I get my uh, self back together, um, I can start uh, taking like actual cash and paying some of this debt down. Um, <clears throat> uh, so um, I, today, Saturday, I'm chilling, uh, just going to just be hanging out. Uh, not really looking up any topics. Um, so been talking for about nine minutes. Uh, going to take a quick break. This is Chan Man, House of Barf. Yo, what's good? Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to take time out of their wonderful day, uh, to come kick it with your man, Chan Man at the house. Uh, as I was looking at the, uh, Bilderbergs, um, of course, uh, the, the Rothschilds and, um, the Rockefellers came up. Uh, I would like to look at them as well. <clears throat> 
So, um, yeah, uh, so yeah, definitely, uh, want to tap into, um, just different tiers of, uh, uh, economics and, um, monetary policies and fiscal policies, as well as I would love to go international as well. Cause all, um, all, uh, economics and the way we deal with money is not the same. Um, yeah, so it's just crazy, but, um, Sometimes I wonder if I, if you do tap into certain things like this. I mean, one thing that's astonishing to me is the fiat currency. You know, um, I, I that that just bewilders me. How the hell is there a currency that's not backed by anything? And the only way you really can get this dollar to be worth anything is if you put people into debt. I mean, you have to. So that you can get an interest off, because it costs money to make money. I mean, that's the saying. It takes money to make money. Yes, uh, which that that term does frustrate me a lot. Um, I mean, from the simplest terms, um, supposedly uh, panhandling. Uh, let me see. Uh, I'm just gonna Google this real quick. I told you we're not gonna do a bunch of Google today. And whatnot. I'm, I'm taking it easy. Uh, how much do pan handlers make annually? Uh, okay. This is invisiblepeople.com. Here, let me see. Is there anything else? Average yearly income. Uh, okay, whatever. We're going to go to the first one. Invisiblepeople.com. Uh, this was back in November 19th. Article written by Kayla Robbins. Um... Let me see. Let me see. Uh, all right. I'm going to start right here. Uh, Generally, panhandlers can make $8 to $15 per hour, but not all hours are equally profitable. When panhandling, you could earn anywhere between $10 and $100 in a day. Of course, $0 is also a possibility. A two okay. So... So, I mean, look, uh, there's just so many people out there right now who are fighting for, let me see, uh, what is minimum wage right now? This is usdepartmentoflabor.gov. Uh, here, I'm just, I'm just going to keep letting the, uh, the AI take over the world. Hold on a second. The federal minimum wage for covered non-exempt employees is $7.25 per hour. Okay. So, <clears throat> panhandlers are making more than uh, a non-exempt employee. And by exempt, I believe they mean full-time, if I'm correct. Um, I'm not even... Gosh darn, I'm not... I'm going to go ahead and look it up. Uh, what is a non-exempt employee. All right. AI, do your thing, do your thing. Non-exempt, 
an individual who is not exempt from the overtime provisions of the FLSA and is therefore entitled to overtime pay for all hours worked beyond 40 in a work week, as well as any state overtime provisions. Not okay. Okay, so uh, I was incorrect. Non-exempt is basically someone who can receive overtime if they work over 40 hours in a uh, in a work week. Um, <clears throat> so, so for people who are not receiving, you know, a salary essentially, uh, I believe they're getting approximately seven twenty-five an hour. All right, and if we go back, the Panhandler uh, article written in 2019, a Panhandler is making between 8 to 15 per hour. So it, it takes money to make money? I don't know. Because you got to remember, when you're getting that minimum wage job, what do you got to do? You got to get a whip. You got to get a bus pass. You got to get a metro pass. Uh, all this stuff. Um, and I don't know what panhandlers go through. Uh, I, I, I've been homeless in my life, not to the extent what you think. But, um, you know, I've been, you know, kicked out of my house, uh, didn't have anywhere to go. Uh, man had to sleep outside, um, <clears throat> for a little bit. Um, but other than that, like it wasn't more than like m a couple months, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and being homeless in the suburbs is, I mean, you know, and also I'm, I'm naturally a bum, you know, <laughs> like, Seriously, sometimes I sleep out on the park bench just because I was about to lay down on the park bench yesterday. Not even kidding. And then I seen this mom walk up and I was like, all right, here we go. Let, let me not uh, make her uncomfortable. Because I was outside. Um, I was playing and the sun was hot. And I was like, man, I, I want to find some shade. So I found a shade under a park bench and I was about to lay down. Uh, and uh, sometimes when I lay down in the sun, I doze off. And then that's when people are like, who is this bum? Get up, you bum. Get a job. You know, <laughs> I'm like, no. I, well, actually, I don't have a job right now. Um, and yeah, that's what I mean. Just like, you know, uh, it doesn't really take money to make money. You know, uh, that uh, that theory bothers me so much. Um, here, real quick. We're going to um, uh, listen to. Let, let's see if we can find Robert uh, Kiwa. Kiyosaki, uh, and he, he appears, to me, he appears that he's just getting pissed off lately. I don't know if it's anyone else, but to me, uh, it, it appears that Robert Kiyosaki has hit the point where he's, he's made, um, I guess, he has so much information in his mind uh, that it's just pissing him off. Uh, it takes money to make money. If I can't find this, um, make money with no money. Um, that worth, uh, how to make money working. Uh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and skip that part because uh, I can't find a video off jumps. Um, let me see. Um, I'm just going to see if this has anything to do with what I'm talking about. Uh, okay, but essentially, I, I believe... Um, even Robert Kiyosaki talks about how um, that's a myth. Not saying that he's the, the guru of all finances, which I'm not trying to insult him or anything. The guy's a genius. Um, and he's also becoming very intimidating. Um, 
So, you know, uh, but yeah, um, I, I can't even remember how we got on the topic of, uh, it takes money to make money, but, um, yeah, just, just want to, uh, tap into some different aspects of money, uh, finances, financial literacy, uh, the economy, different economies, and just how all this stuff works. Um, uh, as I've said, I'm trying to, I really am trying to keep it, uh, like, now I'm not trying to be insulting or anything. I'm really trying to keep it at a low basic level because I really am, uh, really concerned about the well-being of, um, of our future generations. For example, we have multi, uh, cryptocurrency millionaires, um, uh, how many millionaires, uh, in the U S, uh, over time. Okay. So like the young millionaires, and, and that's a beautiful thing, right? Uh, the young millionaires, um, I don't, I don't know if this is correct, but this is Zippa. 8.8% of us adults are millionaires. 33% of U.S. millionaires are women. 76% of millionaires in the U.S. are white, and white people account for 60% of the total U.S. population. There are about 62.5 million millionaires globally, 11.4% increase from 2020.February 24, 2020. Okay, so uh, that this is an article written in February 2023. So that those numbers you just heard... Um, which I, I heard it too. Uh, 11.4% increase from 2020. That article was written in 2023. Okay. So that's a 10, 10 plus percent increase. Um, uh, so we have more millionaires. Um, okay. So we've also had at least 1 million in America, you know, 1 million people in America pass away. Right. Um, how many people the unemployment rate? Let's take a look. So we got a bunch of people who passed away. Unemployment rate. Because you also got to remember, this is uh, the unemployment rate has ranged from three point four percent to three point seven percent since March 2022. So we'll just go ahead and do that quick math real quick. So there's approximately three hundred. I'm going to say three hundred and thirty million people in the United States. All right, times that by point, I'm just going to do 0 0.03 even. Uh, that's about 10 million people in the United States. It's uh, it's, a, it's about nine. So it's a, it's a third. Okay, so it's about it's about 9.9 .9 million people. Approximately 10 million people are unemployed in the United States. So with a million people passing away, you know, over, uh, you know, from 2020 to uh, you know, probably now, uh, 10 million people out of work. That's 11 million people. So let's just say government was making, let's just say, I'm going to do 11 million. And let's just say that they were making, let's say, 0.07% on each of those individuals, whether it was sales tax, or uh, whether it was, you know, those federal state taxes that you get taken out of your pay, whatever it is. Let's just, I'm, I'm just going to do a standard. It's probably higher than that. Uh, but let's just do 0.07%. So, Annually, that's approximately about seven hundred thousand, seven hundred and seventy thousand dollars that they're earning, um, which <clears throat> I'm going to say that's way too low because you got to think like 
just with the state alone, uh, you're probably paying about 7% in taxes. Then you have your federal taxes uh, and all those other social securities and things that you're going into. And then you also um, have your sales tax when you go get your gas, your eggs, your bacon. So uh, I would say that number is probably a little bit too, so I did 0.07. But off of... Off of 11 million people, uh, the I would say the U.S. government is used to bringing in close to about, uh, you know, probably a million. Let's just round it up to a million. Uh, I know 300,000, that's a big number. But, yeah, so, you know, they have to figure out a way to, um, and not to mention cryptocurrency millionaires are doing these things where they're trying to hide their assets. Uh, they got the, the couple, I don't know who the couple is, the, the ones that are uh, the cryptocurrency family. The ones that are like moving everywhere, um, they really want the the heat off of them. So uh, the cryptocurrency family, this is uh, uh, that's moving around. Uh, the Bitcoin family. Um, let me see what's their names. They are the uh, Tahudu family, uh, moving. Uh, I guess they moved back from fuck it, fuck. Uh, uh, who it? You know, let let's let the AI uh, uh, do this. The Taihudu family in November, days after moving back to Phuket. Okay. DDT Hotu. Uh, uh, Phuket. Um. Um. The Bitcoin family relocated to Phuket. Uh, and they are in the process of moving one million in crypto to decentralized exchanges so really essentially they're doing forex you know um this is an article written written by mckenzie sagalos uh, on cnbc.com um uh they're trying to move their money around um essentially like in forex like if you move your money over to the japanese yen i don't know a bunch about forex but i know you're not going to want to just exchange that right back to the usa you're going to want to bounce that around to different countries whatever you can uh so that when you move it back to the usa uh you have um the most of your assets and that's basically what um i, I believe this um this family the tahu T's family is trying to do they're trying to keep you know a bunch of their their assets. If this is the family I'm thinking about, this it might be a different family, but if I'm correct, this is the family that basically, when they were trying to get their crypto out, um, because um, if I'm correct, the dad uh, almost probably bankrupt their family, uh, not bankrupt, but I sent them into a bunch of debt. I think he took a bunch of their money, put it in uh, crypto, and then he decided that um, he was going to keep it in crypto. Crypto dropped, then crypto spiked. And I think that's around the time where they started moving around because they probably became millionaires and they want to keep their assets. Um, <clears throat> So, yeah, I told y'all we we're going to take it easy today. Um, This is Chan Man. I've been talking for about 15 minutes. We're going to take a quick break. This is Chan Man, House of Barf. All right, all right. Thank you so much uh, to anybody, everybody, uh, you know, that decided to come back, chick, kick it with your man Chan Man at the House of Barf. Um, right now, just sipping on some Kirkland's orange juice. Um, I got a couple things to do today. Uh, and you know what? That's one thing that's kind of pissing me off. Um, 
I, I don't even know if I'm supposed to work a normal job. Um, uh, like, it, I don't know if this is a black thing or everybody thing or what it is. But, like, when you got a job, people treat you normal. When you work remotely, people treat you like you ain't got no job. And when you ain't got no job, people treat you, again, like you're normal. Like, so, I have a job Monday through Friday, knowing myself I'm not working eight-hour days. Uh, And not to mention, the company that I worked for previously, the one I recently got terminated from, um, was a pretty reputable company. You know, it wasn't like, I'm not trying to be offensive, it wasn't like I was working, anyway, I was working for a pretty reputable company. However... You know, uh, even, you know, with family and friends and spouses, it was almost, I, I was, and I wasn't just working eight hour days. I can almost guarantee that. Um, it was almost becoming this thing of like, hey, you know, when you get off work, can you do that? And it's like, yo, I'm, I'm all, I'm, I'm married with kids. So it's like either, uh, can you come over to the house and help me with something? Uh, you know, maybe from family and friends, uh, can you go pick this up? Um, uh, can we go to this event? Uh, and this is, this is Monday through Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I also, I'll say also, I live in the DMV. Uh, that's, uh, DC, Maryland, Virginia. Uh, so, um, and now I'm just, I'm just chatting. I'm just talking about some shit that pisses me off. Um, that's Monday through Sunday, baby. You know what I'm saying? That's not, I mean, you know, you get off work on Monday. Uh, there's a Monday event. Whether it's uh, your children's extracurricular activities or a dinner um, celebrating your wife or uh, celebrating your your mother-in-law or um, or just it, it could be March Madness time. Family wants to get get together uh, and watch the March Madness games. Whatever it is, this is Monday through Sunday, right? Um, Mid thirties male um, going this. So then. Let's just say your job turns to remote. Oh, my gosh. It's like people increase it. They all you work from home now. Oh, hey, you know, now your children don't need to be in no daycare or nothing. You can watch the kids from from home while I'm working. Um, Oh, you know, um, can you come over and help me with this still? uh, and, And also, this is. Uh, interview question was one of your biggest weaknesses. I'll tell you, one of my biggest weaknesses is to tell people uh, I can't or no, sorry, no. You know, I'm the type of person who'll be like, all right, okay, what time is it? It's like 10 a.m. right now. Uh, you want me to come over and do what? G- give you a ride to the airport or uh, you need some? Okay, uh, it's about 10. All right, bet. I'll get ready to hop off and then I'll make up the time in the evening. I'll just stay on later, right? Then later comes, hey, can you go pick up these groceries? Um, uh, and 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 if I could say, you know, I think that it's so messed up that people that work from home have to be treated like the 16-year-old child uh, that has no job. You know, uh, that's not what work from home is. Work from So then, then the other issue is, um, so the person that works from home for example, I even did it. Uh, I'm talking about this from a personal standpoint. Spazzed. Oh, I don't think that word is. Uh, 
I don't think that word is correctly um, uh, is politically correct anymore. Uh, I, I, I uh, another word I'll use is Kirk, or um, I, I, um, I, uh, I, I exuberated anger. I don't know um, at my family. Like, listen, okay, I work from home. The, however, so for example, uh, personally. The kitchen was always expected to be clean before my family got home from, you know, um, my wife got home uh, um, or whether she picked up the kids or whatever. The kitchen w- would be expected. Uh, let's see. Let's say my wife is not working from home at this point. Let's say she has to go into the office. Um, kitchen was expected to be clean. Uh, uh, groceries were expected to be in the refrigerator. Dinner was sort of sometimes she, she likes cooking dinner, but dinner was could be expected to be cooked. You know what I'm saying? Because I work from home. The the bedrooms were supposed to be straightened up. Like, like, um, also not to mention expected to pick up the children from their, uh, after school activities or whatnot. Uh, because I work from home again, you're not the teen. So uh, sometimes I think, uh, so I would talk to people and people would say like, Chan, listen, man, um, you got to say, fuck these jobs, man. And these are from reputable people in organizations. I don't know a bunch of reputable people, but I mean, people who are like, you know, uh, been doing their career 20 years. I know people who've been in their career 30 years. Um, and they'll say like, yo, Chan, man, you got to say, fuck these jobs, man. You got a beautiful family. Um, yes, money is important, but money is going to come. And I'd be like, well, you've been here 30 years. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, and it's like, well, you know, I had a previous career, you know, did pretty well. Then came to the company that I was working for or whatever. And you did, you do 15 years and you're like, you know what? Um, might as well just go ahead and do the, the, the next 15 years. And then that's how you end up there 30 years Probably, if I could be wrong, you probably uh, retire with a million dollar 401k. Um, you're over the age of 59 and a half. You can pull that out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not getting into taxes, but you could probably pull that out, you know, without having to worry about any penalties or taxes. I'm not sure how that works. Or you could roll it over. I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up. And we can look that up another day. Um, let's type, let's write that down. Uh, 401k rollover. Um, 59 and a half and before, uh, just see the differences in the taxes and whatnot. Um, uh, and, and people will say, yo, Chan, we see you, you come to work. Um, uh, we see you're trying, we can, we can even see that you, um, and I'm not the smartest motherfucker. I'm not, I'm not the sharpest knife in the, uh, in the drawer, uh, Seriously, I'm not like there are some serious, like very intelligent people, but everybody has their nooks and their crannies. So you can be a very intelligent person, uh, but sometimes people refer to you as like a specialist. Like, yeah, you're very good at the task at hand. So I would say in companies, you have a couple of things. One, you got to fit into the culture, right? You got to fit into that, which I probably would never fit into any culture if the culture doesn't involve being able to take a nap, have um, um, 
you know, have a drink on the job, you know, you know, wrap today up. I'll come back tomorrow. Um, there's no culture, you know, uh, if I want to, I'll, I'll take two or three weeks off. Uh, there's no culture like that. So I probably will never fit into any culture. Um, two, you got, uh, so you got the culture that you got to worry about. Um, I would say you have the task at hand. Uh, doesn't matter how smart you are. Uh, if you can't complete the task, you're not going to, it's not going to be okay. And then you have like, I don't know. I I don't know. Don't quote me on the shit. Extra shit you got to do. Um, and if you can't, uh, do the extra shit, the task at hand and the culture, and this is why companies are really, they're really going to pay in the future. Like seriously, because I really do think companies are overworking people and expecting too much from them, uh, and not giving enough. Uh, if you show a corporation that you can do it, they'll give you more and more and more, uh, up until the point where, uh, they'll eventually terminate you or give you an early retirement package or, or whatever it is. Um, so, um, you know, and people are telling you, fuck this job, but you've been at this job for 30 years. Uh, that's not making no sense. You're saying fuck a job that you've been at for 30 years, almost as long as I've been alive, you know? Um, and it's confusing to me because, um, I, I went to college now. I went to college three times, three. I've spent probably close to a hundred thousand dollars in fees or school college fees and whatever, um, to get a job. And it's like, okay. So, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you know, you, you go to college just to put 10, 20,000 extra dollars on your, um, on your annual salary, you know? So, um, let me see, let's just do this real quick. Uh, annual salary, uh, of someone without a degree compared to someone with a degree. And seriously, you live in an area kind of like the DMV. Uh, you know a bunch of motherfuckers that ain't got no degrees that are doing triple what you're doing. Uh, a bunch of motherfuckers that went to jail early, 18, didn't get out till 30, 28. You know, uh, some shit they must have did when they were younger. Some people who decided that they didn't want to go to college. And these motherfuckers, they ain't got no choice. They got to grind. So real quick, this is the themotleyfool.com. Let's just see what they say about the uh, salaries real quick. The average American with a bachelor's degree earns about $80,500 per year, while the average American with only a high school diploma earns about $40,000 per year. College graduates earn more than double on average than those without a degree. Okay. The now, difference increases significantly the more education. Okay. Now, that's according to the Motley Fool, uh, and I agree with that to an extent. Except if you live in an area like the DMV, it, uh, I think that number is probably a little bit closer than people think. And these people without degrees, what did they not incur? They didn't incur a bunch of credit card debt. They didn't incur a bunch of student loan debt. 
So you earn your bachelor's degree, master's degree, you're making about 80K uh, on average. Okay. I know there's a bunch of people that are making way more than that. They, they get 80K on their bonuses per year. Um, so you spend 100K in school to earn about 80K uh, just so that you can uh, make approximately about 40K more than someone who didn't get a degree. So, uh, you know, that's, there's a whole lot that goes into that. Uh, so real quick, um, I've been talking for about 13 minutes. I'm going to take a quick break. This is Chan Man, House of Barf. Yo, 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 what's good? Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to take time out of the day to come back. Kick it with your man, Chan Man. Yo, it's much appreciated. Um, just rambling. Uh, it's Saturday. I'm taking it easy. I actually got some shit to do today. And, and that's kind of what I was talking about. Just kind of how I'm pissed off of how uh, we're treating people and how uh, organizations are treating their, their employees. Um, so from the person who had a job, who was trying to do all things, the person who worked from home, who's trying to do all things, um, you know, Hey, mom and dad, they're getting older. They're not feeling well. Uh, you work from home. I figured that I could just move them in and then you could just check on them during your breaks. Bitch, I don't take no breaks. I work from home. You know, like seriously, when you work from home, you don't take no breaks. You know how like in in the cubicle, you would take a break every five minutes. I know that, look, I'm not that type of guy. Um, When I was in my cubicle, I was to eat my lunch at my desk, keep working type guy. You know, that's that's who I was. You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, no offense to anybody. I never really wanted to talk to anybody at work. Uh, I love my coworkers. Don't get it wrong. I love my coworkers more now than I loved them when I was younger. Um, cause when I was younger, I just looked at my coworkers, like coworkers. I still kind of do. Uh, as I gotten older, I started looking at my coworkers like human beings. You know what I'm saying? That's another reason why I'll never fit into the culture. Because when I see a human being, I talk to him like a human being. I'm like, man, I don't got time to be talking to you. Like in this work environment. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, forget all that bullshit. Shit gets on my nerves. Um, so uh, one thing I'm realizing is being jobless or being in between jobs, however you want to uh, articulate it. Um, one thing I'm realizing about being jobless is like, how the hell do we do what we're supposed to do with a job? I am busy the whole. Listen. Since I've been jobless, I've been going to bed at like 6, 7 p.m. because I'm so exhausted from the day. Like, you know, like right now I'm about to start getting ready because I have a couple of events that um, I, I got some phone calls. So that's the other thing, being jobless. People are like, oh, you ain't got no job. Hey, can you help me do this? Man, I'll give you like, you know, $100 or something. And it's like, and believe it or not, like it does feel good to be productive and bring that hundred dollars home to somebody who doesn't even like me and just be like, Hey, um, you know, here's a hundred dollars. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, I got it helping out a buddy, um, in order to pay that, that could cover uh gas for the week. That could cover literally gas in the house. That a hundred dollars gas is not expensive at all. Um, actually I think I just saw something in the news that the prices of gas is dropping. Uh, but gas that that could cover gas in the house. I don't even know how much it is. I'd say it's probably like twenty, thirty dollars a month. Uh, so a hundred dollars that could cover for three months. 
or you could just pay off the energy bill or something. Uh, so it, it is, it does make me feel good that I'm able to still contribute to the house. However, kind of like that hundred dollars, man. Um, and then people like when you work for somebody, it's kind of like when you don't pay to get into something compared to when you do pay to get into something. If you don't pay, you're probably going to be standing on the couches. You do pay. You're going to be sitting your ass down in them couches. Uh, when you help a friend out for free, um, you don't charge them. They, they behave. But when, as soon as they say that they're going to give you like a hundred dollars, a couple hundred dollars or something, all of a sudden that motherfucker owns you now. Uh, and in the back of your head is like, yo, I, 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 no offense. I didn't need this hundred dollars like that. I mean, right now I do. Um, but yeah, being jobless, like it's like, how the hell? Did we do it? Seriously, I'm not kidding. The last few nights, I fell asleep at like 6, 7 p.m. Didn't wake up till 6, 7 a.m. Another crazy thing is I'm not rolling over. I'm not um, waking up in the middle of the night needing to get a cold glass of water. Um, I'm falling asleep happily, uh, waking up peacefully, ready to do something. Um and another thing, spending time with my family, even my children are noticing little things about me, things that they didn't really notice before. Like, Dad, your eyes are brown, you know, um, dark brown. Uh, but, you know, when your kids look at you, I guess you have to be in that right angle. It's like, oh, your eyes are brown. It's like, oh, really? Oh, you know, And you don't notice this shit when you're working because you're so damn tired all the damn time and your eyes are bloodshot red. People would be always, you know, um man, why are your eyes so red, man? And I'd be like, yo, because I'm tired. It don't matter if it's 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning. I wake up, eyes are bloodshot red. Go to bed, eyes are bloodshot red. And I know people want to crack jokes about, you know, smoking and whatnot. Um, um, yeah, It's not always true. And um, I'm telling you, when you're working, uh, your eyes will be bloodshot and only a couple of people understand like, yeah, I know, dog, you got to be tired, stressed out, always stressed. Like another thing on my job I talked about before, um, I don't want to keep talking about it, um, but um, I mean, like from the moment I logged in for about two years to the moment I logged out, I got more work done when I would log out on my computer um, and then I would start working. Because I wouldn't get the phone calls. I'm about to get an aneurysm right now. Um, from the moment. And I was the type of person who would log in. I'm going to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Real quick. I'm going to be honest real quick. Because I, I lied a bunch. Uh, to family and friends and coworkers. They would like, Chandler, what time did you log in today? I logged in at 7 a.m. Like, dog, you don't got to do that, man. You know? But I didn't really log in at 7 a.m. I logged in at 3, 4 a.m. Literally rolled over in the middle of the night, picked up my computer, got to work at three or four hours in before 7 a.m. Then uh, log off about 4 or 5 p.m. Um, then I worked to about 10 p.m., 11 p.m. Um, I'd work until the letters started looking like cursive and whatnot like you know when they start crossing each other and that's really about the only time i would log out then i tell myself i need to get some sleep but i'm so stressed out that i can't sleep like 
you're just sitting there because you're like, what did I forget to do? What did I miss? Oh, gosh. You may even try to log into your computer, but then you realize you can't see and you um, you log back out because like at that point you can't even see like all the letters and the numbers. They like they mumble jumble. So you can't you can't read it like and you'll try. You'll try to like, you know, like squint your eyes or you'll try to like, you know, what I'm saying to like try to like make these letters separate themselves. But then slowly but surely they start doing it again. They start they start moving and they like cross each other. So then you're like, okay, there's nothing I can do at this point. It's time to get some sleep. So then you hop off. You're, you're you want a little bit of leisure time. Um, so then you try to watch a television show, but you're so stressed out you can't even focus on the show. Um, so you watch a show for probably about thirty minutes, maybe an hour, and you turn it off. And literally, you're just sitting there thinking about work and what are you gonna do when you log in in the morning. And you tell yourself you're going to log in around 9 a.m. You're going to get yourself six, seven hours of sleep and you're going to log in at 9 a.m. You tell yourself this. This is 10, 11 o'clock at night. Um, so then you lay down and you wake up about 3 a.m., 3.30 a.m. You look at the clock and you fuck this clock. You want to punch it because you were hoping that you woke up at like 6, 7 a.m. No, it's about 3.30 a.m. And you realize that you're not able to fall back asleep. So what do you do? Not you, but what was I doing? I picked my laptop back up. Um, so when people would ask me what time did I close my laptop, same difference. I closed my laptop about 4 p.m. Sounds good. Uh, I didn't close my laptop till about 10, 11 at night. Um, so um, it, it just makes me wonder how the hell was I able to do the things I was doing uh, for example, I, I still played with my kids. I still took them to their activities. I still supported my wife as much as I could. Still made family events on the weekends. Um, still, still made the family events during the week. Um, just exhausted. And, and this is what's making me wonder if I'm ever going to be uh, capable to work mm -hmm. a normal nine to five ever again. I don't know. I'm trying to start this podcast. Uh, eventually, I'm going to start trying to build a brand. Um, so, you know, you just sit there and you're like, yo, what am I supposed to do? What do people want me to do? You know, cause even being jobless, I'm busy. Like, like, you know, people reach out like, yo, can, can you help me with, uh, out with this? I got a painting job and I'm like, yo, I don't know shit about painting, man. Like, I can't tell you white from eggshell or I, I can't tell you even the different roles. Uh, I, I don't know. And it's like, ah, fuck it. Just come on. Like. Earn this extra hundred dollars or something. It's like, all right, bet. And uh, people can be a little condescending. Like, you know, they tell you, oh, don't you need to earn some money? Aren't you jobless? It's like, yeah, motherfucker. But you weren't helping me when I did have a job. Weren't you the one dropping off your child? You know, not nobody drops a child off of me. But weren't you the one calling me, asking me if I could give you a ride to the airport or something? You know, like, you weren't helping me when I had a job. Um, So it's just, it's just, um. It's just it's just amazing to me. You know, now I'm trying to figure out what am I supposed to do or what do I think I'm supposed to do? Um, I, 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 I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, we'll just do probably one more segment because um, uh, right now, uh, actually, I'm kind of enjoying this uh, just rambling shit. Uh, I just put the mic in front of me and just start rambling. Um, it, it's honestly it's easy on my mind because uh, when I do the uh, the other ones, um it podcasting takes a little bit out of you uh 
uh, creating content, it's not easy. Like I'm, I'm even talking about something I love. I love business and finance and accounting and regulations and like, it, it takes something out of you. You're just like, ah, I'm tired, you know? Um, but this, this rambling, uh, I feel fine. I'm like, nah, I could ramble all day long. Nah, I ain't going to do that. But I'm going to take a quick break. This is Chairman House of Barf. Yo, what's good? Thank you so much uh, to anybody and everybody who decided to come back, kick it with your man, Chairman at the house. Um, another thing uh, one of my children noticed about me uh, recently uh, with me being jobless, I've been jobless for about three weeks now. Actually, it's going on. Yeah, three weeks going on. Four. Woo! Bills are still rolling in. Well, one of my children realized that one of my eyes are bigger than the other eye. These are things that children never really notice about you because you're always moping. You're always working. You're always on the grind. You're always hustling. Um, you're always tired. Your eyes are always lower, red. Um, and it's like, Oh, daddy, one of your eyes are bigger than the other. I was like, yeah, yeah, that is true. And it dinged me. It was like, ding, you wouldn't notice that about me if I wasn't getting rest. Like, you, that's just something you won't notice, you know, because my eyes always look low and red all the time, you know. But when I'm getting my rest, and the last time I've gotten rest was probably 10 years ago. You know, and another thing I'm realizing about uh, maybe four or five years ago, I don't know, um, getting rest. Also, I've also cussed out a lot of people, um, told them to get the fuck away from me. I'm not doing this friend in-law thing right now, um, which I regret. I don't think that was a proper way of handling it. Um, But essentially, no offense. See, a lot of people give me leeway. They're like, oh, you know, Chan's crazy. Uh, you know he's an alcoholic or whatever. Uh, he never knows what he's talking about. But to a certain extent, I'd be knowing what I'm talking about. You know, so I don't think the means to the end was appropriate, but like I needed it, and I didn't know any other way to tell people to get the fuck away from me. Um, so I kind of spazzed on a bunch of individuals. Um, I think there's a parable about the man who had a great family and friends. And then uh, he became a billionaire and then ended up committing suicide because uh, um, he, you know, you know, so you want to live a life of moderation, family, friends and money uh, and whatnot, finance and romance. Um, But like I've been also getting ideas and I haven't had ideas in um, a very long time, just been grinding. Uh, been having, you know, been thinking like, oh, I want to produce for my family. I want to produce for my family. I want my wife to know I'm not a bum when I actually know I am a bum. You know how many people really do think I'm homeless? I'm not kidding. There's a lot of people because I I really don't be shaving. I I wear basketball shorts and t-shirts with holes in them. Uh, when, when Kanye West, uh, came out with that, uh, I don't even know what it's called, but I, I, I call, I, we, a bunch of us, a few of us called it slave wear. Um, it, had, it was ripped up with holes in it. They're like, man, Chan, that that should be you. You've been wearing holes, clothes with holes in it, you know? And then when uh he put them in grocery bags, um, they're like, Chan, that should be you. You stay with your clothes in a grocery bag. I, I'm serious. Like, I, I, like, yo, real quick. Um, I have a bag. Look, right here. Can you hear that? 
have a bag of clothes uh, in a garbage bag right now. And you probably say, why don't you put them in your damn dresser? Well, I do put them in dressers, but um, not trying, you know, I get, I get in arguments a lot, um, you know, with family and friends. So um, a lot of times um, I do get kicked out of, you know, people are like, yo, you just need to go to a hotel for a couple of days or just wherever, uh, but you just can't be here. Um, so hence one reason why my clothes are in garbage bags, um, because if I get kicked out, um, I'm ready, I'm already ready to go. Uh, I can't wait to get to a space where I can just put my things and be at peace. Like when you get kicked out, um, you lose a bunch of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I can't find certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know where I put it last. I don't know where my shit is. It's like, what the fuck? What happened to my such and such? You can't really even have things of value. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you don't ever know when you're going to get kicked out. And I can't be on the streets with something valuable in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if I get robbed? You know? Um, so I can't, I really can't wait to, like, get my, like, own place where I can't get kicked out from it. Unless, you know, I don't pay my taxes or my bills or something. But, um. Yeah, like, um, uh, you know, you, you want to work this job. And one way that you can um, work this job is, um, um, I mean, one way you can show your family that you are successful is by having a job. And on the other end, too, if you're super rich, but you don't want your family to know, you'll get a job. You'll get that hole-in-the-wall apartment. We talked about that before. Uh, let me see if I can type in this. I can't remember what this is. I'll look it up. It's like four different types of uh, people. Uh, let me see the um, the conformist. Uh, I wonder if they'll know what I'm talking about. Um, let's see, uh, it's not. Uh, it's like the four different people in society. Um, let me see. I'll look this up. I'm just gonna write this down. Uh, because this is kind of something to do with business and finances um, and how you earn your wages. I'm going to just jot that down. And it has more to do with a macro uh, society. It doesn't really have much to do with economics and business, but it can kind of uh, deal with economics and business. Because if you're a rebel, you may not be contributing to our society the way we want you to contribute. Um you know, uh, if you're um, a conformist, they may want you. Um, uh, I'm just gonna put that down uh, because you're you're helping out the society the way they want you to help out the society. And I've always kind of known that I was uh, a rebel without a cause, just a typical suburban kid. You know, you don't know why you're arguing certain shit. Your your life is pretty decent. Um, just go with the flow. Uh, but I've never been one to just go with the flow. Um, I, I am a motherfucker who asked why. Um, and that's why I piss a lot of people off. Uh, for example, this is going to piss some people off. Um, so if I come in the house and people are like, damn it, it happened again. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, what happened? Uh, another black guy between the ages of about 15, 55, shot by a police officer, white police officer. Yeah, you know it. Um, what happened? What the fuck happened? What do you mean what happened? Uh, well, yo, my bad. I was just asking what happened. 
What what do you mean? What happened? Uh, what what happened? And it's like you know it pisses people off. But I'm a type of person to ask like, yo, what happened or what's going on? Not really, not trying to piss anybody off. Just kind of trying to see the situation. And you know, um, so I've always been kind of one of these individuals. Um, but there's there's like another uh, type. There's like the conformists. There's a few of them, and these people are very beneficial in a society. They go by your laws, they go by your rules, and when you hang around a bunch of conformists, because uh, for lack of better words, because there's a few other type of people, it can become kind of a headache for somebody who is a, I would say, nonconformist. Um, um, uh, let me see. Um, somebody who um, is kind of what I would call like a rebel, uh, a rebel without a cause. Um um, you know, just kind of, uh, I'm not saying I'm an independent thinker cause I do like to work with people. I do like to talk with people, but kind of like, uh, cause when you say independent thinker, it kind of makes it sound like you're like this great thinker. You're above everyone else. That's not what I mean, but kind of an independent thinker. You're kind of like, okay, all right. All right. One thing about me is, um, my decision making doesn't have to be made today. Chandler, what do you think we should do? Should we press the button or not? And people may look at this as procrastination. Uh, what that 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 Amanda Bynes uh, um, will address this tomorrow. You know, <laughs> um, it can look like I'm procrastinating, but I'm not. I'm analyzing the data I've been given, um, and I want to make sure that we make the best possible decision compared to a lot of people in society. Um, in order to be a leader, what do you have to do? You have to be, um, uh, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, you have to make a decision, especially in front of these people. Uh, even if you're not part of society, let's say you're, um, I don't know, I'm just saying a random name, El, El, El Mayo or El, El Chapo, uh, they have to make decisions quickly, hurry, swiftly, um, because they don't want to appear to be a weak leader which is confusing to me to the followers. I'm like, yo, the motherfucker's 75 and a half. He can barely hold his bowels, you know, like, yo, give this man a break to make a decision, you know, because people feel like if they're becoming weak, you know, that they need to be gotten because that's the way society works. There's no, um, there's no gray hair women in leadership. I could be wrong about that. I think I was just looking at a lady from Foot Locker. Uh, um, there's probably a lot of silver haired, uh, Caucasian males. Um, but you know, once you start getting up there, I, I believe Vanguard, uh, if I'm correct, has like a rule, uh, after a certain amount of years, you got to retire. Um, or, or after a certain age, you can't be, be in certain roles. I could be incorrect about that. I'll look that up another day. I don't feel like looking it up right now. Um, so yeah, um, uh, I, I, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be in the normal sense of a job. Um, I know they say that they, they got these new social jobs. I think Google may be one of them. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, they still got metrics. They still want you to perform at a certain level. Uh, you're still, um, cause the only way you can get paid is if, so let's say for example, you have some children and I know a lot of Households don't do this, but you give your children an allowance. Uh, 
when you give your child their allowance, are you splitting up your income uh, in five different ways? You, your wife, your your couple of kids and giving it out to them that way? Not really. No. What you're doing is you're taking a small, very small percentage, very small, probably point zero zero one percent. And you're breaking that up amongst your children to give them an allowance. So with corporations, you know, essentially all these women and men are their sons. You know what I'm saying? Sons and daughters. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they can't give you what they're earning. They have to break down a certain percentage, and who knows what it is, um, for uh, employees and employee benefits. Your, Your whole employee package. You know, but again, that can't scratch the surface of what they're making. Because if it did, then you know they'd be out of business. So, you know, you 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 know, you're never going to get paid what you're worth. Um, and then also the the psychology. You know, how are we doing mentally to be able to provide for our family and friends? You know, you'll hear it a lot. No sleep, no sleep, no sleep. Grind, 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 grind. Gang, gang. But how valuable are you to your family and your friends when you're tired? You're at that event and everybody like, how you doing? Tired. You go to work. How you doing? Tired. You know, how beneficial are we to society being exhausted? Now, to society, we're great. If I can keep you tired in your mind off. I just told you recently I've been having ideas like I haven't had ideas in years. I'm talking about five to ten years. An idea. Like I'm an idea person. I was just telling you, I'm kind of an independent thinker. I have not had an idea in probably five to 10 years, probably a decade. That's crazy to me. Since as soon as I become jobless in three weeks, I'm starting to get ideas. I started one, this podcast, I prefer to call it conversation, even though it's not a conversation. But, you know, um, I'm still thinking about other branding ideas. Um trying to figure this stuff out that's scary to me for a society of 330 million people i mean not to be rude or anything but think about the immigrants the 700,000 people that just came over you got to remember when they get their house and they cars no offense they're going to be bringing their family over you know what i'm saying and their family members are going to be probably undocumented uh, for lack of better words, I don't know what's, a, you know, um, I understand California, New Mexico, Texas, that was Mexico anyways, right? But they're going to be undocumented here in America. This person that is documented is not going to be saying shit. They're going to be voting Republican. They're going to be saying they they love white people. They with the white person. They're going to be doing all these things because they want to keep their shit low. You know what I'm saying? Like. So you got those motherfuckers who are going to be falling in line. Then you got all the other societies. Black people are going to be falling in line because they got their fancy smancy job. They happy. They they not outside. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they they good. You know what I'm saying? So they don't want to mess that up. You know, um, as you saw back on a bunch of the millionaires. Um, let me see. Uh, 33% of U.S. millionaires are women. Okay, now, um, then, you know, I understand that means then, you know, 67% are, are, uh, are probably men. 
got that. But what I'm saying, those 33% of women, you know, they may not want to fuck their shit up. You know what I'm saying? They may not want to take any risk. They're earning this thing. See, the thing is when women go through their shit, you see, a lot of shit falls on women. So when men and women go through shits, for example, man has a good paying job. He may be willing to take some risk because, like, he doesn't have all the responsibilities uh, that the women tend to take on. When women, let's say, let's say a couple divorces, typically who's going to get the house? Who's going to get the cars? Who's going to get the dog? Who's going to get the children? Typically, uh, you know, with my lack of knowledge, I'm not Googling this right now either. I told you I'm rambling. The woman is going to get all that shit. So even if she make, even if she's a millionaire, immediately she's going to come out of that millionaire status. She still may earn a million, but that extra income from the man isn't happening no more. Now, the man on the other end, yes, does he get stuck with alimony, child support and all that stuff? Yeah. But typically that guy, he's going to be able to move on. I, I just told you all right now, like I, I can do a side job, um, you know, a buddy saying, hey, can you help me do a painting job and earn a couple extra hundred dollars and put that shit in my pocket? That shit's not documented. That shit, you know, um, that shit doesn't go to the records. You know, so men without the children, the house, the cars and the dog can find ways to bring in extra income, you know. Um, so, you know. Uh, yeah, I was just saying a lot of these women, they're not going to mess that shit up. They're not going to allow you to mess that shit up. Um, kind of forgot what I was talking about. Uh, but yeah, yeah. You just get stuck in this position of, uh, you know, what am I supposed to do? Uh, you know, how am I going to get this shit done? And, um, you know, I've been extremely fortunate that people truly believe in me. Like people really, they talk to me and they be like, yo, Chan. You you really got to get outside of this box um, that you're putting yourself in. It's crazy because you're putting yourself in this box. Um, and I've had I've had and it's crazy because it's not just family and friends. You know, when you're young and your mom is the one that's always telling you that you're smart and you're beautiful and you're important and everything. I Listen, I could be drunk. Hanging out on the side of the street. And somebody would come ask me a question or something, you know, which which way is, I don't know, 18th Street or something. I don't know. And they'll be like, dog, I did not expect that from you. Like, what you talking about? You you're you're smart. Like, what the fuck? Here we go again. Like, dog, why are you doing this to yourself? You look like a bum. It's like, hey, I am a bum. You know, I, I'm fine sitting outside, shaggy beard, whatever. I don't even have a big beard. It's just patchy. You know, I uh, haven't had a haircut in a couple months. I'm okay with my holy t-shirts. You know, get me a couple drinks. I'm good. I'm having a good time. And it's like, I told you, some people have even told me, like, yo, Chan, you know, you're, listen, man, you get your shit together and you get the right team behind you, right motivators behind you. Dog, I, I wouldn't doubt you would be anything less than an Elon Musk. You know, um, and I'm not, and I'm not taking that. And I, I've told y'all before, if you've listened, shit like that kind of more so offends me than makes me feel good. You know, like, you know, it doesn't make me feel good because it makes me feel like what they think about me now is that my life is some shit. You know, it's like, yo, my life is not no shit. Like, if anything, I have one of the best lives. I could really die today and be okay. And there's a lot of things like I've never been to Brazil. I've never seen like Tahiti. 
never been to Africa. I've never eaten alligator or anything like that. Um, I haven't even tried frog legs. Um, so there's a few things that um, I would be a little bit pissed about. Um, but for the most part, uh, I, I think I've done pretty successful for myself, even though I haven't earned a lot of money or not. Uh, so, you know, I just sit here and think, okay, I have the life I live. A lot of people call me. I feel bad because I've missed a few of my friends' uh, uh, conversations recently, or they tried to call me and I missed it. And um, I just haven't been in the headspace to communicate with people. And um, one of my buddies said they actually needed my help. I was like, fuck, my bad, dog. I, you know, I just thought you were calling to talk. Um but no, he was like, actually, I needed your help, but it's all good. I called one of my other buddies, and we got whatever it was resolved. Um, but I'm here to help people. Um, I'm going to help people. I'm going to spend time with my children. That's just, that's not going to happen. Like, uh, And again, I tell you, I try to keep this all for my youngins. Um, listen, man, you know, for my trap stars, you know, I know how you feel when you have a child and, and you have a woman. Um, or spouse or partner, whatever, either or your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um, you want to grind harder. Um, but essentially, statistically, I don't know if this is true or not, but essentially, we know that at the end of the road, there's going to be one or two paths. You're either going to be dead or you're going to be in jail, and that's going to happen to anybody, anyways. I don't care if you're uh, an activist. They're going to end up in jail. They're going to end up dead. You know, it's just the way the, the world works. Um, but you're increasing, you know, the, the path. And again, when those jail doors close, um, you, you're you part of that system now. Uh, Your woman or man that's at home, uh, they got to figure out what they got to do. Uh, those children, you're not going to be seeing them grow. Uh, you know, you could even be a professional athlete. You know what I'm saying? And find yourself in jail or dead, you know, after you retire. Um, but for me, I kind of came to the terms that, you know what? Um, I'm going to spend time with my children and I really don't want to put anything. I know I do have a drink or two or, or three or whatever um, that, you know, um, could hinder my experiences with my children, meaning that uh, there may be some times that, um I may be lazy, may doze off when I could be spending time with my children. But things like, you know, um, that could like trapping and whatnot. Um, I, I did not want anything coming in between me and my children, anything like that. Uh, so, yeah, there are, there, there are some things that I need to uh, work on uh, getting a little bit better uh, to make sure that I just spend my time with my children. So always helping people out. Uh, going to spend time with my children. I, I'm going to go to the grocery store when I get that phone call to help, um, you know, my spouse out for the time being. I don't know how much longer we're going to be together, but, you know, I get that call. Hey, could you go pick up whatever it is, ginger, uh, garlic, whatever from uh, I was thinking about making dinner tonight. I'm going to that grocery store and I'm going to help. Uh, my spouse out and I'm going to uh, my parents, uh, which um, God bless, uh, they're still alive. Um, I'm going to help my parents. Hey, could you go pick up a case of water for me? Uh, and, you know, I like water with electrolytes in it. I'm well, hey, you know what? I got a Costco's membership. 
I'll go to Costco's and get you the big bottle. Um, I'm going to do these things. There's, there's nothing in this world besides God that is going to stop me from doing these things. I also want to earn money, a lot of money. Um, so I, you know, I'm willing to sacrifice, but I'm not willing to sacrifice that much. So, um, I'm just figuring out. And, and then I got these college degrees. I've already given up my licenses and certificates. They, they've expired uh, since not working. I haven't even really been looking at my money because it doesn't matter because I know it's all about to go away to bills and shit. You know, uh, I got to survive for the next couple of years. This podcast could take a year to take off if it does at all. You know, um, so uh, I went to college. I've spent probably 80 to 100 grand on college alone. Um, you know, uh, it just it just makes you wonder what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, that's that's the question that uh, we'll have for another day. Today was just Chan Man rapping. Uh, probably may do this again on Sunday. I'm not going to stress myself out because, you know, again, I'm still kind of in that mindset of Monday through Friday, you're supposed to work. Saturday, Sunday, you're supposed to rest. Uh, so uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're supposed to, you know, Thursday through Thursday through Monday, you're supposed to rest. And that's what I'm going to keep it on. Try to keep the topics real chill. Um, so just in that place, what am I supposed to do? Uh, I have my family, my friends, uh, all my friends. Hey, channel, we're going to do March Madness. Uh, I want you to spend a night over my house for a week. You think you can do it? Oh, right now. Um, hey, Chan, we're planning this trip to such and such. You think you can be there? Uh, you know, Memorial Day weekend coming up. And, and if I don't speak, which that's next weekend, uh, have a happy Memorial Day weekend. Um, I have my family that like the little things matter with your family. Like the little things that you notice. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is so and the arguments that we've had with our family over these jobs that don't give a shit about you. You are nothing but a number to these companies. And we argue so hard with the people we love to keep this freaking job that is going to treat you like shit. And they have their lawyers and they got everything they can to protect themselves. These deceiving, conniving Ah, they're such terrible people. All of them. They're terrible. Ah, my gosh. Ah, it's just thinking about disgust me of these people at these companies. And, and, And to think that they treat somebody like that, knowing that their job is not even secure. Wouldn't it be more important to at least take care of your team? Make sure that they're happy. We all are expendable. And you're just willing to just be a backstabbing whore. Fuck those fucking assholes. Oh, man. That's why they got to move to their fancy schmancy neighborhoods. Because they know you can let management executives. Mm-hmm. It's getting about that time where I got to get ready to go. People hit me up. Um, Let. Those executives live next. See, that's how you know all the pay structure and everything is a certain way because they can't have their management living next door. Damn, I'm going on 30 minutes. Didn't even realize that. 
They can't have them living next door to their employees. Let the employees put money away out of every paycheck to be able to get that house next to their executive. That executive will move away the next week. One, because they have that status social class that they need to protect. How I can't live in the same neighborhood as my employee. Two, they treat their employees like shit. It's a difference. I don't know in the trap if you treat your employees like shit because they just want to be part of the team. You know, um, that's the culture, uh, whatever. But in, in, in corporate America, man, there's no need. There's no need. I think there was a verse by Lil Wayne during Hurricane Katrina. The the plaintiff, the judge, and the jury went to all at the same damn time. There is no need to be treating people like that. And anybody who's getting treated like that, reach out to the EEOC. Um, I'm sorry, man. This shit pisses me the fuck off, man. This shit irritates me, man, the way people are. Such idiots. Uh, sorry, I apologize. Um, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. If you're at your job and you may not be able to prove anything, but you know what? At least these companies are going to be held accountable. It's time for these companies to be held accountable. There's no reason. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you so much for anybody who came back. I'm sorry. I just, I had to cut the, the podcast off. Uh, I was starting to get furious. Just, just talking about it. Like, just pissing me off, man. Because. Sorry, just still pissing me off. I really wish. I just wish people knew how valuable and important you are. These companies will suck the soul out of you and make you feel like a piece of shit. Then you get cancer and you die. Or a heart attack or aneurysm and you die. And I would say one of the most important resources in a company is human resources. And human resources works for the company. Everybody in human resources works for the company. How are we supposed to protect our human resources? We don't. Get AI. Fuck them. And you know what? I just, I really, I really wish I could just let people know how important you are and how important your family is and how many generations, I mean, from, from the days of the maids, how many years did we work for these people, for the corporate America, whatever, 30 years and our children grow up, don't even know much about them. They don't know much about you. And it just, it pisses me off. And and you just get to a point of what am I supposed to do? And that's where I'm trying to get to. And uh, I just hope I can let you know that you are important. We are all important. And we need to get to a place where when we were children, 
not saying that, you know, when you become an adult, you got to, you know, you got to let your childish ways go. I understand. But when we were children, we never thought that And if you're living your perfect life, God bless you. You're spending time with your children. You're working your job or business. You're getting your money, whatever you're doing. God bless you. You don't know how fortunate you are. You know, uh, take care of yourself as well. Um, you know, people talk about, you know, Chan Man, you're always helping everybody else out. But who's number one? And I'm like, who? What, my mom? My, my wife? My, my, my dad? Who, what are you talking about? You, Chan, you're number one. You got to think about yourself. You can't help people if you don't take care of yourself. And I get that. I got that. But um, we got to help each other out. Uh, you're wonderful. Your family's wonderful. And when we were children, we did not think for one second that when we had children, you know, you're a kid and you put a little balloon or a ball under your stomach and you say, I'm pregnant. And then you give birth to the balloon and you hold the balloon like it's a baby and you go around. You knew from that moment you wanted to have a baby. And that you wanted to be a part of that baby's life. The shit. Sorry. This shit just pisses me off. It really does. What we do to ourselves. I told y'all. I told y'all this shit was my therapy. But, um. It's just a, it's just such a shame when we have our children, we start treating them like little adults. You start, man. You gotta know, we we know boys mature less than girls. But what do we push our boy to do? Mature, get grow up, be a man. Come on, you think they're gonna let you act like that in the streets? If either I'm gonna beat you or the society's gonna beat you, you know. So we try to get ahead of the curve with our boys, who we know mature slower than. Than, than girls, you know, um, we, we try to be tough on our girls so that they don't end up on bar stools, you know what I'm saying, so they don't end up on stripper poles, you know, so we never actually get to take a slower pace with our children before they know, before we know it, they're adults, they're grown, and they've already figured out what they want to do with their mom and their dad, you know, they're like, I need to get away from them. Little do they understand that they'll understand you more when they become adults. But this this topic is sensitive for me. I've kind of I kind of lost my shit today. Um, it just it this topic frustrates me. Uh, God bless you. God bless everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, I love you. Um, Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to come kick it with your with your man Chan Man at the House of Barf. Peace. Sorry, last thing. Just also, just talking about playing around. Thank you to anybody who decided to come back, even though I said it was over. When you played that game as a kid called Family, I think they call it House now. Um where you where you were the dad and she was the mom and, and you just wanted to take care of her. Uh, you know, take care of your spouse and your partner. Listen, your parents, we are all God's people. You cannot love God if you don't love all things. God is in all things. So you cannot be going around arguing at your wife or your husband or your spouse, partner, whatever. That's God's people you're yelling at. 
You're God's people. They can't be treating you any type of way. We got to respect one another. We got to respect each other. This has nothing to do with barf. But it's just what, what I'm talking about is finances and business and how much we can give to that and not treat. You know, during COVID, supposedly divorce rates went up because people were probably trying to focus on their jobs. Oh, I got to keep my job. I don't want to let my boss know that. I don't want him thinking I'm jerking off. So I got to I got to do extra work. I got to work 16 hours a day for a job paying me 80K annually, including bonuses. So you get 70K, you get 10K at the end of the year in your bonus. You're over here yelling at this precious individual. So that's more so not just your children, also your spouse, your parents over there, 70 and a half and older. Ma, I can't make it over. You call me once a week. I can't make it over for this job. Who's going to let you go? Who's going to terminate you? I don't care if you make it to the executive position. I could be wrong because I never made it to an executive position. You make it to the executive position. You're getting 300K in just bonus money. That's your annual bonus. 300K. They're going to still terminate you. They're going to still put you in early retirement. They're going to get your ass up out of there. You're too old. Your methods are too old. People don't people don't coach football like that no more. People don't act like that no more. Get up out of here. Steve Jobs got fired from Apple at one point. Now, I'm not knocking that stuff. What I'm knocking is we are so focused on success. We're so focused on that dollar. You know how much money is out there? I, I need to get my slice that we're willing to put ourselves down. We're willing to put our children down. We're willing to put our spouses away. Friends, family. We essentially just make our money, pick up a little weed, pick up a little tobacco, a cigar, pick up a little alcohol, and that's we good. That's what I need right now because I need to focus on this developing artificial intelligence because that's the way the world's going. Then we pass away. So that's just more so what I was talking about with business and finance and family. You know, uh, we got to respect ourselves. Uh, got to get our rest. Uh, real quick, if I could pull up this book. Um that I was recently looking at. Uh, uh, shout out to my buddy who gave me this book. Uh, this is How to Become a CEO, The Rules for Rising to the Top of Any Organization by Jeffrey J. Fox. And one of these chapters in here, real quick, I got you ready to go because these episodes are supposed to be. Um, but a couple of the chapters, always take the job that offers the most money, avoid staff jobs, uh, don't expect personal development. Keep customers happy. Keep physically fit. Do something hard and lonely. Um, let me see. There's a few chapters in here. Uh, don't smoke. Don't have a drink with the gang. Um, but also, let me see. There's a chapter in here about the the value in the word no. Um, don't don't always say yes. 
you know, we sometimes we hop into that position where we'd be like, nah, uh, I'm sorry, Timmy, I'm not going to be able to make it to your baseball game today. Um, I got I got a project at work I got to finish. Little Timmy's like, okay, Dad. You know, because they want to keep you happy. They want to, they, Dad, go focus on your project. Little Timmy, eight, nine years old, don't know shit about the world, but he knows that job is important to you. Okay, Dad. They go to that game. They hit a fucking, I don't know, double, triple. And they hear everybody in the crowd. Starting to get pissed off again. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I think I think the point has been made. Um, God bless you. Uh, love y'all. This is Chan Man House of Barf.